0: And welcome back to this, our 14th episode of Teen Titans Wasteland. Hope you're enjoying the program. We're enjoying making it. As a matter of fact, since you've stuck with us for these 14 episodes, I want you to reach under your chair, and I think you'll find a surprise there. Did you? Then you are pure of heart, and you are very welcome for whatever it is that you found under there that I almost certainly put there as a treat for you. Enjoy. Now, on with the show. Sin, up sis. Teen Titans number 11. October 1967. Written by Bob Haney. Drotted by Irv Novick, With thanks by Nick Cardy. Also a cover by Nick Cardy. Monster bait. Teen Titans roll call. Robin. Kid Flash. Wonder Girl. Aqualad. And... Speedy. The gang is looking over their bulletin board when they spot something odd. Alongside the signed pictures of the Beatles and LBJ, is a notice that a teen is looking to pick up some summer work. They panic for a second that they have an intruder, but it turns out that the notice was just Speedy's clever way of telling them that he wants to hang out. Good one, Speedy. He had pretty good timing, because the Titans are about to head off on another case. Fifteen-year-old super genius Willie Gregson has landed a coveted summer job as a lab assistant to the great scientist Dr. Simon Finley. What a coup! Willie has run into some kind of trouble, and has requested the help of the Titans. He took the time to tell them that he has an IQ of 175, but he neglected to share the nature of his problem. Way to prioritize, Willie. The teens head off to Doc Finley's lakeside lab, but for some reason decide to make the final leg of their journey in their civilian identities on a raft. They soon run afoul of a suspicious-looking fisherman who warns them of a giant lamprey monster that has scared almost everyone off the island where Dr. Finley's lab is. Aqualad snoops underwater and finds that the fisherman's line is actually a phone wire that connects to the island. Before he can investigate any further, the titans are attacked by a giant lamprey. Aqualad speeds the teen's raft away from the monster, but the monster cheats by spitting fireballs at them and burning up their raft. Dick move, monster. Our heroes and their gear wash up on the island. Robin examines the remains of the boat and determines that the fire was made with chemicals, which strikes him as suspicious. Because the fire a giant lamprey would normally breathe would be coal based, I guess? Way to science, Robin. The boy wonder is distracted from doing any further sciencing when they overhear Willie having a conversation with the faux fisherman from before. The non fisherman threatens that unless Willie steals the formula for a nerve gas called Project X, he will reveal to the whole town that Willie's father is an ex con. Willie grudgingly agrees, and later that night, the Titans witness Willie sneaking a folder marked Project X out of Dr. Finley's safe. As Willie is moping and deciding whether to hand over the file, the Teen Titans reveal their presence to him and tell him, Yeah, sure. Go along. Turn the folder over. We'll take care of it. Robin removes one page from the file, in a move that looks like it will pay off, but does not. And Willie proceeds to put the rest of the file inside a plastic float, as the blackmailer had instructed. When the blackmailing Definitely not a fisherman guy starts towing the float away behind his motorboat, Speedy shoots the float with a grappling hook arrow. Speedy's dragged away behind the boat but Aqualad swims up and Speedy climbs on his shoulders as Aqualad kind of water skis behind the boat. Then Speedy shoots some drill arrows, which are totally a thing, and sinks the blackmailer's boat. Then the lamprey monster shows up and starts swimming after the float. Speedy zooms up standing on Aqualad's back and uses an arrow to snag the float and fling it back to the island. He then uses another arrow with a grenade on it to blow up the monster which turns out to have been really a robot that was filled with scuba suit-clad bad guys. Willie finds the float and retrieves the folder, but is confronted first by Dr. Finley and then by the scuba bad guys who are wielding harpoon guns. Willie is wounded when he leaps in front of a harpoon to save the doctor, and the baddies scram with the formula. Kid Flash is unable to catch them, but Speedy blows up their boat with a torpedo arrow. Also a thing. Wonder Girl grabs the crooks and the folder, and Speedy and Kid Flash hit on her, but she is not into it. The formula is safe. Hooray! Then Speedy breaks the fourth wall and the issue ends. At this point, I would like to welcome my brother Cory to our 14th episode spectacular. Welcome, Cory. Cory, I'd like you to look under your chair. Are are there any monsters under there? Nope. Okay, thank God. I've been waiting to check. Speaking Uh, of (laughs) monsters. (laughs) uh, um... So, what'd you think?
1: Well, first of all, I would like to say, Twang! Speedy's back! Uh Uh-huh. I like how you said that. Thanks. It's what it says on the cover, but that's how it sounded in my
0: head. Yeah, that's how it sounded in my head, too. Good.
1: Yeah, what'd you think? I thought it felt, honestly, a little bit formulaic, but the villain that they fought was... Well, actually, who was the villain?
0: A pretend fisherman? Okay, that guy, that guy, I was, yeah. I think he's the, he's the main villain, sir. I was distracted by the monster. Well, okay, and we need to get this out of the way at the top. <laughs> this issue is titled Monster Bait. Oh. So, what do you think monster baiting is? Well. Do you think it is, A, masturbating while you think about monsters? Mm. Like the people who read, like, the Reddit threads about dragons fucking cars and stuff like that? Oh. Um. Would you think that those pictures are perhaps masturbation aids? Oh no! Or is monster baiting like the type w- when a monster masturbates? Mm. Or is monster baiting when you're just monster baiting so mad? <laughs> <laughs> or it's like that old timey sport where like you tie up a monster and then you get some dogs. Oh, like to... bear baiting, yeah. but yeah. with a monster. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it could be any of those things. I like to think that it's probably when monsters masturbate. Ugh. Because I like to picture, like, Harry on Sesame Street setting down Grover and being like, I-, I need to talk to you about monster baiting.
1: There's things you can do
0: in private. Right. Which are It's a natural. perfectly normal thing for a monster to do. Yeah, just, just not at the dinner table. Yeah, don't do that anymore. Grover, that was gross. Yeah. <laughs> also, you were you were asking me uh, briefly off microphone about whether they named it Monster Bait on purpose. I think they had to have because I don't feel like the monster played that large of a role in the issue. Right. And I it wasn't really a
1: monster even. The the thing is, none of the humor up to this point has been at all
0: sexual in nature. Unless that, I've missed that we've something. caught. It's possible that we just missed it. I, mm-hmm. I, I think this may have just been like, oh, I think we can get this by. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you know we just have filthy, dirty modern minds, and and Bob Haney just meant that these kids were being bait for the monsters. Although n- at no point were they like there was not a trying to being they were. used to lure the monsters. Never, no, no. So monster food maybe would have made more sense in that context mm-hmm. outside of the joke. I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either.
1: It's just the humor has been so clean up to this point. I, it's but you know maybe they're getting sick of that. Maybe yeah. Yeah, or like, hey, let's sneak. Or one maybe they've by.
0: been constantly trying to sneak ones by the editor, and this is the first one that made it. Mm, that could be. But either way, I love that it's called Monster Bait. I do too. The opening panel, though, which which explains why it's called Monster Bait, mm-hmm. is like it's really creepy, actually. Yeah, it even creeps out the writers. There. Yeah, they couldn't even type Monster Bait. It's <laughs> for a while. <laughs> They had to work themselves up to it. Yeah. So it's this panel. It's, it's a lamprey eel, which is just a terrifying creature to begin mm-hmm. with. It's a scary looking animal. Do they have those out here? I
1: don't on the know. West Coast.
0: When I was a kid back east, there'd be like yeah, dead Yeah, they'd be in the river and you'd find like them. The, at, yeah, they'd the be, circle. Yeah, things. it'd be scary. Creepy. I was always scared of lamprey eels. Like yeah, vampire snakes. Pretty much, but like with circle mouths. A giant saw filled circle vampire yeah. mouth. Ugh. But it's the Teen Titans looking absolutely terrified of this giant lamprey eel that is chasing them through this lake, spitting fireballs at them. And this is my favorite opening panel that we've had so far. The the caption reads, We looked, we froze, we recoiled from the panel above, and when our trembling fingers could again find the keys, we wrote. We wrote the only title this latest Titan saga could deserve monster bait Bait. (laughs) it's pretty rad yeah that's a heck of a way to start an issue so then we get it more into like the meat of the issue pun actually not and we see the the first thing that struck me was the bulletin board it's apparently they have made nice with the Beatles. yep they put their rivalry aside because the Beatles have sent them a postcard that says from one fab four to another Mm -hmm. so that's nice and then next to their, their pinup of the, the Beatles, they have their other favorite teen idol, mm. LBJ. Is
1: that who that was? I was trying to
0: discern that. I was like, yeah, yeah that, that no, looks kind of like LBJ. President Lyndon Baines Johnson, who okay. my, my friend Laura, just since we're doing sophomoric humor now, my friend Laura would always joke that LBJ was her favorite uh, president because his name in Spanish means the BJ. <laughs> LBJ? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, see. Yeah, it's a fun little joke, but I like that those are tacked up there next to each other. And also a note from um, Wonder Woman's mom, yeah, telling her to not wear so much lipstick. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah, correct that, please. Yeah, please correct. Please correct. Yeah, direct, direct, but but firm and polite. Firm. Well, firm, not firm. not that polite. Not You're right. Very polite. And then another note has been tacked up that mm-hmm. is, dun, 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 dun. yeah, it's Speedy, and he he's saying like, "Hey, boy, Archer, looking for." He doesn't say Boy he doesn't Archer, say Boy Archer. He, and not say Boy and not directly. Okay. He says he is a quiver with excitement. So what it says Two. is, summer job wanted, teenager, brave, bold, all a quiver for work. Target, adventure, no pay wanted. And so he snuck in some little quips, uh, Brave and the Bold being another mm-hmm. DC title, mm-hmm. which is where the Titans actually made their debut. I recall. And quiver, pretty good, mm-hmm. pretty good. But the Titans don't pick up on it. And they're just like, oh, somebody, a teenager snuck into our uh, lair and alert. put up a help wanted sign. Alert, 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 battle stations, everybody. Yeah. But it turns out it's just speedy. Mm-hmm. And the way in which he makes that known is
1: really dangerous.
0: Oh, by shooting an arrow at the bulletin board?
1: Yeah, through the midst of, of the very agitated <laughs>
0: teens. And it's like, just, you know.
1: He's that good, though. Yeah, but then he's like, you know, hey, who'd you expect, William Tell? Huh? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I guess the Titans have a good composure. Like, They're like shitty Beastmaster. Yeah, unflappable. Him. Yeah, unflappable. That's true.
0: They don't want to just act wildly and set him off. No, they don't want to act wildly and set him off at all. No. So he tells them, it's like, hey, I just missed hanging out with you guys. Thought I could come come mm-hmm. hang with you this summer. Because I had so much fun with you last year. Last year? At the Olympics? No, the Olympics were fucking five years ago, Speedy. Oh, Speedy. That's not the first time this happens, which does once again lend credence to my theory that the episode was written and somebody in the editorial room was like, there was no Olympics last year, let's make sure that this takes place in 62, we'll just put that in the beginning, and we won't think of it again. And they clearly did not think of it again, because mm-hmm. it's come up several times that yep. they think this just happened, which it just fucking didn't. Issue 4 took place in 1962. Which would make them probably not teens anymore. You wouldn't think so. I mean, depend if they were all 13 when it happened, no... Oh. They could even be 15 when it happened, 14 when it happened, and then they'd be 19, but they don't seem like they're ah, that's 19. That's a stretch. They're already yeah. old. They seem like they're 15 or 16, so. At least. Yeah. They're so mature. They're very mature for their ages.
1: hmm
0: You know who's not mature? 15-year-old Willie. Here's what I don't like about Willie. I don't like that he wrote them a letter that said, hi, I'm Willie. I'm 15 years old, and my IQ is 175. And I need your help. And I need your help, but doesn't tell them any of the help that he needs. Come to the Secret Island uh, Laboratory. Yeah. Science place. Seriously, you're going to prioritize things to the degree that you're going to tell them your IQ, but not what you want? Mm -hmm. I think he always introduces himself that way.
1: Hi, I'm Willie. Hi, I'm Willie
0: Gregson. My IQ is 175. That's that's pretty high, right? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know either. I mean, I assumed it was.
1: It'd be kind of funny
0: if it wasn't. Sounds pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) If just everybody identifies themselves that way. Yeah. Hi, my name's Steve. My IQ's 97. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's the way things go in 1967. I wasn't around back then. All right. And and so, you know, Willie's deal kind of
1: gets into what I was talking about with things being formulaic. I mean, granted, there's only so many ways that you can set up a story in which a good-natured person has to do a, a bad thing and then he has to get rescued by the by the Titans. But we saw this previously, That's maybe the third time this has come up, where a sibling or a parent is basically going, is, is being blackmailed for, you know, maybe they've done something bad in the past. Okay, so wait,
0: it happened with the ant issue. Mm-hmm. And the... I guess not so much with the, the separated man. No, nobody's being blackmailed in the separated man. Although that did have the ex-con in it, which this one does. Right. The ex-con and, father. Yeah, and so there was this, like, this. Re- I, I have to do this
1: stuff to, you know, protect right. this person I care about.
0: This, so. so there are certain themes that are coming up repeatedly, mm-hmm. like uh, ex-cons deserving a chance at redemption is one of them, which is kind of nice. Yep,
1: and that um, if people you care about do screwed up things, then you are basically going to have to suffer for it in some way. So thanks a lot. I guess. Well, how did that?
0: How did <laughs> just, that happen?
1: Are you threatening me? <laughs> <laughs> don't do any screwed up stuff. Mom. I'll have to go commit crimes. Okay. You do. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't want to. Okay. I'm a good kid. I know you are. Thanks. <laughs> you know this one, unlike the issue with the the Ant Man, Ant Man, ant no, boy? just the Ant, just the Ant. Unlike the issue with just the Ant. Where the whole thing could have been avoided in the first place by some, just a simple communication. Right. You know, I'm worried that you're in the Sharks or the Jets or whatever it was. Right. And,
0: and it was like, no, I'm not anymore. Okay, cool. Oh, okay, cool. Then I'm not going to commit these robberies mm-hmm. for old man Jerry Orbach. In in
1: this situation, we've got a kid whose
0: dad has done some bad shit, but he's paid his, paid his debt, debt to, to society. society. Yep, and he's handling his business. Yeah, he's on the straight and narrow. He's an upstanding businessman. But if the community finds out that he's an ex-con, they won't respect him. Mm-hmm. And he's paid off his... He's paid his crime. And I think Willie says something like, but you shouldn't have to pay it twice by having mm-hmm. to live with the shame of yeah. them knowing it's none of their business. Which I thought is, was pretty noble. It's a nice sentiment. Mm-hmm. Although it does mean that he's going to have to steal from old man Finley. Mm-hmm. Which gets you
1: back into the situation of a good person doing something that's wrong for a good reason. Right. But... Technically, they're still totally doing something wrong. In this but case, he, giving he plans for a horrible nerve gas to a bunch of really bad guys
0: that, uh... Probably Eastern Ride European. around
1: in a giant lamprey eel monster. In a
0: giant lamprey eel monster that it is unclear whether it is a robot or a boat. Like, it looks like it's a robot definitely on the cover.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is kind of a tell. Robo-boat. Because inside it doesn't look like nearly as much of a robot. It just looks like a lamprey. Mm-hmm. Which, which, incidentally, I would like to bring up. The cover is, once again, by Nick Cardy. Cover is fucking awesome.
1: Cover is awesome.
0: And again, Nick Cardy did the inks, and Irv Novik did the pencils. Okay, same as... So, so it's fun. the same as last issue in that regard. Yeah, I love that Aqualad is on
1: top of this giant, like, monster boat. <laughs> Hitting it with a baseball bat?
0: Yeah. Slash or. paddle? I think it, it's an oar. It's a weird-shaped oar. It actually just kind of looks like a baseball bat has been cross-cut, kind of. Maybe it's a cricket bat. It's not quite a cricket bat either. I thought of that. That'd be more squarish. Speaking of Aqualad being on top, Aqualad came out on top a lot in this issue. I think this was a very nice depiction of Aqualad. Mm -hmm. Granted, the issue took place near a lake. Mm -hmm. But there is one point early on that I would quibble with. Also, Speedy's kind of a dick to, to Aqualad. There's a lot of banter going back and forth. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but it seems like the Aqualad stuff is a little more mean spirited than the other. I think we've discussed this before where the fact that they call him Gilhead. I think they maybe just can't come up with good, affectionate nicknames for Aqualad Mm -hmm. the way they can with the others because I think they're maybe trying to like call him Kid Flash Twinkle Toes is not really complimentary. And and that's also kind of a little bit like, uh, okay, they're razzing each other.
1: Mm-hmm. Or Wonder they,
0: Chick. Or Wonder Chick is all they ever seem to come up with for Wonder Girl. Mm-hmm. But when they try to come up with ones for Speedy, I think they call him Shafty at one point in here. <laughs> Wonder Girl calls him that, and I really like that. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, or like, Boy Bowman, or like... Yeah, that comes up a lot. Quiver I mean. Slinger. And I'm like, yeah, those don't really... yeah. his name doesn't lend itself to mockery as well not so much so maybe that's the only issue with aqua with their treatment of aqualad except for early on they show up at this lake there's this old fisherman i I think old i think he's just a fisherman maybe no old-ish middle so he's like middle-aged looking fisherman so there's this fisherman and they talk to him while they're in their civilian uniforms of bathing suits
1: oh yeah that's a good point is that they went in disguise, which is not wearing costumes.
0: Right. It's for kind the, of a nice reversal For the first
1: time there. ever. And
0: they look like a bunch of normal, like... Uh, yeah, Robin didn't have to wear a different teen mask <laughs> over his mask. look like a... It's a pretty handsome set of right. kids. I was kind of surprised that him and Kid Flash didn't do masks over masks. Mm-hmm. They just looked like kids. Yep. Okay, but when they're talking with the fisherman initially, the fisherman says, I'm looking for bluegill trouts. Mm. That's what this lake's full of. Yep. And they're like, okay, that's cool. Thanks for the information. Oh, and he's like, oh, and there's a lamprey monster. He's going to kill you. Yeah, you guys should leave. Yeah, get out of here. Lamprey monster. Everybody hates it except me. I'm the only one that's not scared. Right, because I'm such a brave fisherman. Mm -hmm. Totally a fisherman. Go away. Yeah, get out of here. So then they go back to the boat. Here's what I don't like. It's Aqualad. He knows about the fishes. Mm-hmm. But Robin's like, like as you know, there's no such thing as bluegill trouts. Yeah, that's a fake. Why not let Aqualad take that one? He does know that. I, yeah, I don't know. It, it's a little... I, I don't like when there's a water thing that comes up and they let somebody else do it because water stuff doesn't come up all that often. Typical Robin, though. It is typical Robin. I would also like to point out, though, like, okay, so there's no th- such thing as bluegill trouts. But there is such a thing as guitar fish. That comes up a lot in this issue. Yeah, he says grumbling guitar fish, and he mm-hmm. says, like, grooving guitar fish. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just they, seemed weird. They got that picture of the Beatles. Yeah, they want to be more groovy. Mm-hmm. He's trying. He's doing his best. I, I, I do appreciate It's hard that. for the young Atlantean to come up with good contemporary things. It is. The other thing that I wanted to bring up that happens right around here is the fisherman removing his mask, Mm -hmm. and being a different guy we've never seen before, Mm -hmm. who looks to be about the same age as the mask that he had on. Really kind of hard to tell the difference, actually. Why was he wearing... It was such a weird thing because, like, he takes off this mask that is apparently a super realistic mask because everybody's fooled to reveal that he is some guy. Mm -hmm. Does he just have a face that no one would believe that that was a fisherman? Because he's not famous, it doesn't look that distinctive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just anyway, establishing that he's a he's a bad fellow. Then they chase the fish and it blows him up.
1: Well, the other thing that's funny about that panel sticking with it is the next one after, you know, they go back and um and Robin's like like that was not the right kind of trout. Like I don't trust this guy. Aqualad, go check it out. Sure. And Aqualad goes and checks it out and it turns out in fact it's not a legitimate fishing pole that he's got. It's a telephone. Right. <laughs> and that the fishing line is a, is telephone, a telephone wire coast. that leads all the way to the island. Yeah. And so after the kids take off, he like uses his fishing pole to be like, oh no.
0: That is incredibly complicated. Kids. That requires so much setup. So this in dude's advance.
1: job is to sit out in a boat with fake fishing pole that's actually right. a telephone wearing a mask all day just in case
0: <laughs> some random people come by so he can tell them. So he can tell them to island. stay away from the Lamprey monster. Because right. there's a Lamprey monster. When there is in fact a Lamprey monster that they've built. Yeah. That if anybody saw it, they would just run it, away from it. It's probably a better idea not to pay an old guy it, to it. It is in a once <laughs> again one of my favorite things that comes up in the Teen Titans, which is a needlessly complicated scheme. Yep. Yeah, and then the monster the monster chases them. They wash up on the island, and Robin says, Well, looks like we're up a well-known creek without an equally well-known <laughs> paddle. So is he saying they're up shit creek without a paddle? That was my assumption. That was my assumption too. But is the phrase also we're up shit creek without a shitty paddle? <laughs> I think the he parody meant, I think in his phrasing per- would seem to imply that.
1: Yeah, he just, he got he got equally well-known mixed up with proverbial.
0: Oh, okay. We're something. up a well-known creek without a proverbial paddle. I like that. Thank you. I also liked his phrasing of it. I, I, I enjoyed the way it sounded, but I was like, wait a minute, is it called shit paddle too? <laughs> <laughs> and then he realizes their boat was burned up with chemicals. Ah, So science. it couldn't have been a real lamprey. Again. Okay. He just looks at the poke. Not like, like, like a real fire-breathing creature would leave. Are yeah. there any creatures that legitimately breathe fire?
1: Are there any creatures that legitimately breathe fire? I want to say that there is a, there's, like, some kind of beetle. Really? That can uh, excrete a, a chemical that can
0: cause burns. Okay. That chemical that can cause burns, I can see. Which would lend credence to that actually being... A real creature, and, and also a... I just want to say that I don't know oh, because that's... it's fun to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm making it up. I think you might be. Yeah, I want to believe you. I see, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, as we've been over, there is virtually no way for us to know this information. Or a sea creature that does it. Like that's just not a thing. Like, how yeah, it what seems useless, like
1: there's no the evolutionary reason for that. Yeah,
0: no, none. It would seem like the tell would be not, oh, this fire was created with chemicals. Because I think if a creature breathed fire, it would have to be with chemicals. Yeah. Like even dragons. Right. Use chemicals. They got got a chemical gland. And then they got a flint gland. Yeah. And when they expel them both. Bam. Fire. Fire breathing how. That's the science of fire breathing dragons. But it would seem to me like the tell would be oh, shit, lamprey eels, regardless of their size, are incapable of breathing fire. Therefore, that's not a real lamprey eel. Yeah, Robin, with all his sciencey knowledge, should have uh, maybe made that deduction. Yeah, maybe just been like, oh, it breathed fire at us. That means it's not real. Yeah. Done. Next. Not, oh, there's chemicals involved. Yep. There's also a scene that comes up pretty soon after that where they do all their shit with the guy coming in.
1: Refresh my memory as to which guy coming in. You know, the
0: one. The, the the bad guy? Yeah, sure. Okay. And Willie. <laughs> <laughs> so, the guy comes in and does the thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, some stuff happens.
0: Some stuff happens. And then Willie just starts basically crying about he feels bad that he stole Dr. Finley's formula. Yeah. The Titans show up and were standing right behind him the whole time he was crying, apparently. <laughs> See, they're doing that again. They just That, that They're lurking. super creepy, eavesdropping yeah. lurkers. Uh-huh.
1: But it works for him. hmm And it's a weird panel, too, because it's them. It's like the kids sitting there, like, on the bed, just being like, oh, I feel terrible. And the Titans in the background from, like, the waist down. <laughs> so it's just like they're, you can tell it's them. Right. But they're just standing there behind him, all creepy-like, lined all totally. up in a row. Yep. Watching him cry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the only way Robin can finish. Oh, Robin. Yeah, he's the worst. (laughs) Terrible guy. That is weird. He's sitting there, monster (laughs) (laughs) baby. And the other teams are like, we can't say anything, because this is weird as shit. Look, he's our leader. (laughs) Awkward. Just pretend this isn't (laughs) happening. (laughs) (laughs) But so right after that, (laughs) all happens. No wonder he didn't want to spell it out. Willie's explaining what Project X is. Yeah, it's bad shit. It's bad shit, but specifically the type of bad shit that it is is a nerve gas. Yeah. But he doesn't say nerve gas immediately. He says that it is a synapse-interrupting chemical. The way Kid Flash asks what that means is, what means synapse-interrupting? That stood out to me. Too. Is Kid Flash bizarro or Russian? He had a moment there where yeah, he, <laughs> he was just like, I forgot English word in order. It was really, I, I'm wondering if that's them also trying to, because he says it dumb. right after he says not sound dumb, but sound more like a beatnik. Because he says it right after Robino and like maybe that plays into him. Like his like when do they make him talk old timey for no reason? Like he's trying to be cool. Or Bob Haney is just like, what? What do kids talk like? I don't know. Do they talk like it's Elizabethan England? Do they talk like they're Russians? I'm just gonna try a bunch of shit, and right. some of it'll be the way kids talk.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's possible. It. Yeah, I thought. In this issue that Kid Flash came across as, like, really dumb.
0: And I don't think in general he's portrayed as a dumb guy. So I think maybe they were just trying to differentiate him from Speedy because they're both light-haired guys that wear yellow and red. And so they're just like, um, yeah, so Kid Flash will be the dumb guy. Speedy also has a a pretty hip uh, way of talking. Right. You know. Right. So So I think that may be just the way they were trying to draw a line between them yeah yeah kid flash is russian speedy's a beatnik so then robin comes up with his plan that like no just go along with it just play along and we'll catch them give them the thing he pulls out one page of the formula which is smart but it also seems like it's going to pay off later and it just doesn't no no in any way That was just the justification for the plan, though. Uh, For why it was okay, why they weren't really risking as much. Is it mitigating the risk of Robin's plan? Is that why they did that? It really
1: really depends on what was on that one page that we took out. Sure, no. It could have
0: been a cover letter. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Could have been. "This,
0: This page intentionally left blank. Oh, we'll take that one. Oh, snap. Yeah, they should have looked a little bit more carefully. Yeah. I like to think that it was just Willie's cover letter that just says, My name is Willie, my IQ is 175, and I have worked very hard helping Dr. Finley on this formula. And again, in my opinion,
1: another sort of needlessly complicated plot point where they're like, Okay, we are going to take the formula, we're going to put it in this red ball that floats. Well, that wasn't their
0: plan, that was the blackmailer's instructions. Right. Which were, again... Totally needlessly complicated. That's could have just put it in the back of the boat. That's kind of my point. Or handed it to the guy.
1: And so we're we're gonna take this, but because then what follows onto that is the the whole like making use of uh, Speedy's
0: archery abilities. Which I have no qualms with. There what happens is Pretty a really awesome. cool sequence of events. Yeah. For both Speedy and Aqualad. hmm And I actually really enjoy the dynamic between Speedy and Aqualad. Yeah. I think they work well together. Yeah. When the scene where speedy ends up riding on Aqualad's shoulders as Aqualad water skis behind the boat Mm -hmm. and speedy is firing arrows at him is just cool. And it's some of the, it's some of the first really good teamwork that we see from Mm -hmm. these guys. And it's odd that it's with someone who's not really part of their team. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of adorable. Yeah. And yeah, and it really works well. And then not only does he do that, but later when he's firing other arrows and This dude has a fucking impressive arsenal of. He's got a fucking grenade arrow, Mm -hmm. and not like a a little grenade. No, it's a giant grenade. It's a legitimate grenade. A fucking does that blow up the boat or the the grenade blows up the
1: monster? Yes. The other one that blows up the boat, we can get into that later. Oh, Uh, the torpedo is the torpedo uh, arrow, right? Grenade, which is which is pretty cool too. You shouldn't be walking around with all that shit. I know, because the grenade one, like, the way that is drawn in that panel looks like it has a little button on the front. On the front, yeah. Yeah. And if
0: you press the button, boom! Yep. <laughs> Damn! That does not seem safe. No, not to just carry around with you. And it gets into the same question that I His had His quiver must of... have some kind of a
1: gyroscope type thing in it. Uh-huh. And also the fletching on the arrows must be like... It must like... be like
0: Braille or something yeah, on, Braille. The, on the arrow Oh, fletchings. this is a grenade one. Like, I can't yeah. shoot that at my friend's bulletin board. Right, but he does it so quickly because he's so speedy. Yeah. Also impressive is the monster that he blows up. Mm -hmm. Which, when he blows it up, it is really... It looks like there's like the ribbing of just a boat inside of it. And it looks almost like like a Chinese dragon costume that all these scuba men were were wearing around. But at no point previous to that is it drawn like that. It just looks like a lamprey.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And, well...
1: It looks like a lamprey, but it also looks like a, what would you call that? Like a Loch Ness monster sort of. Like just like a kind of generic sea monster. Yes, this is big serpentine. But with a lamprey mouth, which is the scary part. Mm -hmm. Giant mouth full of sharp teeth, kind of buggy eyeballs and this super spiky dorsal I would run away from it. I would
0: totally flee that thing. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. No, it's terrifying. But they they end up blowing it up real good. Speedy ends up using an array of arrows. He catches the the bad guys, which is great. Kid Flash tries to catch them, but loses track of which one's which. And in a nice instance of common sense trumping superpowers, Speedy just stayed focused and followed them because he knew they were going to try to do some kind of a switcheroo. Mm -hmm. And while they were able to get away from Kid Flash... Speedy is able to fire a torpedo arrow and follow the boat and then Wonder Girl goes and retrieves the formula and mm-hmm. the crux and then both Speedy and Kid Flash hit on her.
1: Yeah, they really And
0: she is not into it. Well, she's really not into She's really not into Kid Flash. She's Kid Flash's part right. of it. Yeah. Which I'm sorry, I don't know if this has come up yet. I think part of the other reason it's easy to mix up Kid Flash and Speedy, they have the same color scheme going on in their costumes, Mm -hmm. and the one who is super fast is not the one who is named Speedy. Yeah, that is It's a little counterintuitive. There's another panel
1: in which she's hit on before that that I I also want to bring up because the the wording of it uh, cracked me up, and I now, for the life of me, cannot remember if it is Speedy or Kid Flash that is doing it. So the giant monster monster bait. The giant monster <laughs> that is is chasing their boat. And there's so we've got these teen titans in this little boat with this you know kind of cheese ball motor that's going putt 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 and they're like ah it's not fast yeah. enough. And so Wonder Girl being super badass that she is was like okay guys I got this. And she she like takes a rope tied to the front of this little
0: boat and throws it over her shoulder and just boom takes off like yeah. Towing the boat, essentially. In a similar manner to earlier, Aqualad had taken the boat on his back and swam with the boat on his back. Uh-huh. But my point is, so that basically sets up all the guys are left on the boat with
1: this view of, ostensibly, her backside as she's flying off. Well, I
0: think on the boat, it's just uh, Robin and Kid Flash. Oh, it's Robin and Kid Flash. Because okay. at that point, Speedy is riding around on Aqualad So bike. then that answers my question. Then right. it is Kid Flash. who, Yeah, because the, Robin uh, says... Zowie, what an engine we've got now. And Kid Flash responds in in a, a way that I think Wonder Girl really doesn't
1: appreciate. Because she's looking over her shoulder like, what an asshole. Pretty much. Because he's saying, yeah, dig the manifold, she revs me up. So yeah. I don't know what and part of a... Dig the manifold, she revs me up. What part of a car or an engine a manifold is. But I, I'm assuming he's thinking that's her, her butt or I would, some part of her yes, body. Yes, I would think
0: that would be the drivetrain.
1: But, um, it's, but it's the drive train. That's what
0: they call it on docks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> exhaust manifold? Maybe it's the exhaust man. I don't know. I don't know very much about cars. Or women. <laughs> <laughs> it's apparently that makes two of us. Any, yeah, anyhow. Three if we're counting Kid Flash. Because he that's, should know that they do not company. appreciate being referred to as car parts. Yeah. Yeah, no. So that happens there. And then at the end... When they are, and she does, she just shoots a look over his shoulder. So then at the end, when she is picking up the, the folder and the bad guys out of the boat that Speedy has just exploded with his torpedo arrow. I actually have this panel as my, I don't know if it's too early to get into
1: this, the favorite slang part though, but the exchange that takes place here kind of just cracked me up. Okay, we'll segue into it. So why don't you just read? Okay, and, and so in the the panel in which uh, that hub just described, so um, uh, Speedy and, and Kid Flash are in the foreground looking at Wonder Girl, and uh, Kid Flash says, uh, Oh, Wonder Chick, you're the most. Hey, Speedy, have you got a love arrow in your... keyhotic? Is that how you say that Or Yeah. Key-hotic, uh quiver. And uh, to which Speedy replies, If I did, Buster, I'd use it to play Cupid myself. She turns me on, too. <laughs> and I read that, and I laughed, and then I was just
0: like, Ugh. Yeah. And then when she gets to to the ground, Kid Flash goes, Wonder Chick, you're out of sight. And she says, I wish you were out of mine. Hmm. Good one. Zing. Yeah. She zings him good. In the same panel, actually, Aqualad gets in one of my favorite zingers, and it's one of my favorite scenes. There's a lot going on in it. Everybody's responding to what has just happened. Robin's talking to Willie and Dr. Finley speedy is address is breaking the fourth wall and and saying like hey they're all ignoring me but did you enjoy our adventures which i don't like i don't like the fourth wall being broken i i don't want to live in the same world that these adventures are happening in. i think i brought it up before sometimes it works in general i think the fourth wall is broken too much i think it's a load-bearing wall and you need it Mm -hmm. but my favorite thing that's happening and all of this is happening on the same panel is aqualad talking to one of the scuba guys and saying say bub can you really breathe underwater in that outfit? And it's totally obvious that he's just mocking the shit out of him Uh and being like, yeah, I can breathe underwater all the
1: goddamn time. The scuba guy is, like, being humiliated. He's being held on his knees by Kid Flash, and he's
0: shaking his fist (laughs) at Aqualad (laughs) as Aqualad is saying this. And Aqualad is, like, And that is, I think, the best zinger in here. It's like, say, can you really breathe underwater in that thing? That's great. It's like, fuck you, Aqualad. I hate you so much, is what the guy's saying. What I'm saying is,
1: nice one, dude. Yeah no its it's nice to see Uncle Ed finally give some after getting some so much you know right he's standing there super proud, his chest puffed out, his hands are <laughs> on his
0: belt, his head's cocked off to the yeah. side. he's just like totally messing with this good for you man. low level bad guy <laughs> so that brings you you've already done your favorite slang. My favorite slang is it comes up earlier, and I had to actually look it up to see if it was a reference to what I assumed it was initially, and it couldn't have been um as I, sorry, I had it's a, on page
1: I, 20. I had a contender also, which was the one that you already read, which was about the
0: uh, the trembling fingers typing monster bait. <laughs> that's really good. Uh, another one that's really good on there is... Oh, I, uh, when Wonder Girl calls Speedy Shafty.
1: Yeah, there's a, a lot of, kind of...
0: There's always a lot of shaft talk.
1: <laughs> there, <laughs> there sure
0: is. When Speedy shows up. There's no way for us to know what Titan it is, so I'm going to assume it's Aqualad because <laughs> I like what he's saying. But after they have blown up the lamprey... And all of the scuba men are swimming to shore. Aqualad, I'm going to say, from off panel says, Hey, those scooby-doobies are headed for the island. <laughs> Scooby-doo wasn't a thing yet. This is 1967. Scooby-doo mm-hmm. comes out in 1969. Yeah, that, that one actually cracked me up too, calling I, scooby-doobies. I really liked calling scuba guys scooby-doobies. Mm-hmm. I think maybe we should just start doing that whenever we... It doesn't come up all that often, but one. sure. Every time that we encounter a scuba man in our daily <laughs> life. Well, we should call him a scooby dooby. I, I know two people, three people, that are uh, avid divers. Do they do it in your presence often? Never. This <laughs> never occurred. But what I'm They don't just show up at the office wearing their
1: scooby gear? What I'm saying is when they come back from one of their adventures, I can use that uh, term.
0: I applaud this I be- plan. I bet they'll
1: love that. Who
0: wouldn't? Yeah. I want you to let me know how it goes when yeah. you do. What was your favorite panel?
1: Uh, man, there is so much action in this, but it's really a, a toss up between two panels that we've already mentioned. Uh, the first one, it's uh, Speedy and Kid Flash. Is it Speedy and Kid Flash that are that are like doing the like, tandem water skiing thing? No, no, the that's Aqualad ones? and Kid Flash. Aqualad and Kid Flash, that's what I meant. Yeah. Just, no, no, Aqualad and Speedy. Even more what you meant? Even more what <laughs> I it meant. Ah, it's like we're on the same page. CN Speedy ride on aqualad shoulders as he's you know firing arrows at the bad guys and and them like having banter about it like it was just that was a really cool panel i had that in contention for for one of mine too okay and so the one that that is in contention with is the one of the uh, lamprey monster being being blown, blown up, up with up.
0: scuba men flying everywhere mm-hmm. out of its guts
1: yeah because there's like maybe three or four colors in it and most of them are like red and yellow or orange right explosion or colors it's just super dynamic and there's so much going on and it does have that weird, like you said, uh, like that. It's the, like the like ribbing that. of a boat inside it almost. Or, or like a, one of those, like from the lion dance, like yeah. in the Kung Fu movies,
0: like the... Right. Like a Chinese dragons insides. Yeah, it's So cool. That is really cool. There was another panel where it's, he's not riding his shoulders as he's water skiing, but it's just speedy firing arrows as he stands on Aqualad's back as Aqualad swims around. Mm-hmm. That is also really cool. But the one that I ended up going with is when the old fisherman takes off his mask and is holding this mask in his hand that looks like his own face. It's just so weird. And I really liked it. And I like how in the DC universe masks are so fucking good. Oh yeah. They don't they didn't even They don't have... look like a guy wearing a mask. It never even comes up. It's just Oh yeah. Everybody has super Realistic masks. I feel like the technology
1: for that, like in in the real world, didn't come about until like, Mission Impossible Three. Yeah, like pretty recently, <laughs> right. right? But yeah, and this happens then, all the time. I
0: think I could totally tell if somebody's wearing a mask, mm-hmm. like a full mask. And these are masks too that are like the kind
1: like like when I was a kid, you'd get at the costume store. Oh, it's, it's a Halloween mask. Yeah, it's, it's, got it's like, like a, like a, a little plastic, rubber, like a rubber band right. on the back, and you just <laughs> you can pull it on and. And uh, you know, pop it off, and people, but once you put it on, they're just like, I don't know that guy. Yeah, who is that
0: guy? That's like some old dude fishing in a lake. <laughs> that is clearly an old fisher dude. If he takes it off, like, that's clearly another dude who would never fish. I can tell, he's probably evil, indubitably. All right, one last thing who is your favorite titan? Favorite titan is uh,
1: for me, our our guest hero. Speedy, yeah, he his attitude from the get go is just like so positive, like almost to the point where
0: I almost don't like it, but but like just enough. Yeah, right. Just where, pulls it back of being like super Pollyanna is just like wow, this guy's just got a lot of really good vibes. Yeah, yeah. He's like
1: you know he's like that that guy you just want to hang
0: out with because all it's the like time super he's enthusiastic. Just, just like it's like but but not annoying. No, like, not a, not annoying, but it's it. just like. Hey, what are you guys doing? Yeah, what are you guys doing? Tuna sandwiches. Oh, man. Tuna sandwiches are the best. Yeah, I love tuna sandwiches, man. They're so good. That's awesome.
1: (laughs) He's totally like that. (laughs) And on top of that, he's got a torpedo arrow. Yep. And, this, and that was also... That, that panel was awesome as well because he shoots it. He's like, hey guys, check this out. The guys on the boat are going to think it's cool, but then it's not cool. And then he shoots it and the guys on the boat are like, oh, you missed.
0: And then the boat blows up. He's right, like, because he shoots it and then it goes under the water and then goes under them uh-huh. and blows them up. And, and he just yeah. totally knew that was going to happen. Yeah, like, ugh. I get that, and it's a good choice. It's probably no surprise. I, I was between him and I. I kind of want to... I love the way that he and Aqualad play off of each other. Mm -hmm. And Aqualad comes off cooler in this issue than he does in a lot of them. He's got some good zingers and he just seems more confident and is just kind of like more like, yeah, tossing around one-liners. I think maybe it's because he discovered that there's guitar fish and so that cool things happen under the sea. So he's probably pretty cool too. (laughs) It would be cheating to go for the tandem of them, although I do love how they play off of each other. I'm just going with Aqualad. Uh, There's a scene where he, he... rides them around with a boat on his back that i think Mm -hmm. i mentioned earlier that is really cool i Um, still
1: felt bad for him though because anytime he does something cool i feel like it gets either overshadowed or or played off in such a way that they're like because when that happened they were like like don't go too fast you know because they don't
0: want us we don't want to give away their plan They, they were super powered yeah, but it was still fucking rad, and it he got to use rad. his powers. And I love at the end when he, like I said, I already mentioned it, but when he tells the scuba guy, like, "Oh wow, can you really use that thing to breathe underwater?" That's great. <laughs> it's nice to um, hear him. Yeah, kind of condescending. That's great, and the whole thing with him water skiing with no skis and having an archer on his back. The dialogue between him and Speedy in that scene is Speedy is saying like. Water skiing is my favorite water sport. And Aqualad looks up at him and goes, yeah, mine's archery. How mm-hmm. about you take the shot? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that 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 was, that was dope. That's nice. And then later when, like I said, like, Speedy's just zooming around, standing on Aqualad's back as mm-hmm. as he flies through the water. He comes out very well in this episode, and I, or in this issue, and I really appreciated it. So that, my friends, is Teen Titans number 11. Next up is Teen Titans number 12 which is a outer space issue. I always like those. Oh. I don't think we've had one of those yet. Should be fun. And we're really starting to hit what I think of as like the super sweet spot of these issues that the the teen Teen Titans are coming up. Mm. And they're really great and I'm looking forward to them. Likewise. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. If you feel like leaving us a review or sharing us, we, we would love it if more people could listen to this. Share because us. Yeah, do with that. your friends. Share us with your friends. Pass us around like a doobie. Uh, but not in a gross way. <laughs> <laughs> like a Scooby-Dooby. Like a Scooby-Dooby. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> us. enjoy. Enjoy. enjoy.